In 2014, I booked a flight from Providence to Detroit to visit my mom, who had just been admitted to the ICU in East Lansing, Michigan. Waiting to check in in Providence, I vaguely heard my name over the announcement. Timothy Stewart, please come to the information desk, you have a call. I looked around, hoping to see someone else running toward the desk. No such luck. Would passenger Timothy Stewart please come to the information desk? You have a call. I turned to a relaxed older couple in line trying to pretend that the announcement had nothing to do with me. I knew exactly why I was being paged and refused to take the call. You see, my mom had been diagnosed with a rare blood disease. At first, the doctors called it lupus and then relabeled it over the next 15 years with a variety of autoimmune diseases that all accounted for the fact that she would bruise at the slightest touch and had a disturbingly low platelet count. The mouth sores were the worst. I tried to help, but it was difficult to help with 800 miles between us. After passing seamlessly through check-in security, I was able to sit still and check messages. Three missed calls from my sister. I slid down the tiled wall and sat down to call her back. Flight 1477 is now boarding. Passengers A1 through A60, please stand by to board. I moved toward my gate, found my place in line, and began walking. The plane was early and the other passengers were excited to be leaving before departure time. I think to myself, nothing I can do about it now. We were all seated and our carry-on bags were neatly stored in the overhead compartments. Please turn all devices to airplane mode. The girl sitting next to me was scrawling furiously in graph paper, while the mass of my fellow Neanderthals were endlessly fascinated with their H-pads and jelly screens, I wondered to myself, does this scribbling girl have something to do with what's happening to me? After an initial glance at her microscopic scrawl, I attempted to decipher the strung together combinations of words, drawings, quasi-scientific notation in her decomposition notebook. She was keeping detailed notes of everything happening around us. A soldier, dressed from head to toe in camouflage, reaches shakily into his side pants pocket for a novel. I look up, and there he is. Below that, one woman is just gesticulating wildly, mouth moving a mile a minute to the tinny beat of electric drums. The end is nigh. This scribbling girl's drawings were even more occult. The main image was a multi-level scene with ascending and descending ladders, as well as trap doors connecting upper to lower levels, even, evenly labeled ascendingly with Roman numerals. Through one of the continuous halls, hallways ran a single horse mounted by two men with helmets and spears holding a banner, red cross on plain white background, reading blood and innocence. Jesus, I think to myself. We finally debarked in Baltimore. It isn't easy for a vegetarian to find sustenance in an airport, but luckily I found a sushi stand. After eating, I checked my phone and decided I had to return my sister's call. Hey sis, silence, dead air, and then the loudest goddamn sobbing I'd ever heard in my life. I know, I said, you don't have to say anything. I consoled her and cried into the phone, surrounded by 150 of my soon-to-be fellow flight mates as we prepared for our connection to Detroit. My sister's unspoken word ignited in the air. 
sending flashes of blinding white light into my peripheral vision. Light in the shape of four letters. I can't say it, I heard her say through the phone. You don't need to. I'm getting on the plane right now. You don't have to say anything else. I'll be there as soon as I can. Don't even, it's going to be fine. I start deep yogic breathing, step, breathe, step, breathe. That's when I realized I'd misplaced my book. The book that contained all the letters that my mom and I had been exchanging over the past few years during her illness. I began to retrace all my steps like a loony person. First the sushi bar, the men's room, the out of the way phone call corner, the tearful, evocative phone call, and now this, all for nothing. I kiss the book and all those goddamn letters goodbye and get on the plane to Detroit.